Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Discovery Call. Today, I have a wellness coach for you, and her name is Abby Jones. What I love about Abby Jones is that she focuses specifically on young adults who are transitioning into college or transitioning out of college and into the work world. And I just love the fact that she pours so much into these young adults because really, let's think about back when we were young. Maybe you already are young, but all of us who are not, let's think about when we were young and all the stupid things we did that did not advocate for any wellness whatsoever. And I just love that we can really learn from Abby Jones as she shares these tips and tricks and they can take it into their future as they continue to grow. So maybe as you're listening, think of somebody that you know who might love to connect with Abby Jones. And obviously there's a way to do it and not to do it, right? You don't just tell someone, wow, you're really not doing so well. So you got to go talk to Abby, right? But maybe there's someone who is open to change and really just would love someone to come alongside them. Abby Jones would be awesome to connect with. Also, stay tuned towards the end of the episode because she has a little holiday special that I want to share with you as well. All right, are you ready? Let's get to know Abby Jones. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in a Discovery Call, get to know someone, and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly, grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. All right, welcome. Can you tell listeners a little more about you and where you're from? Yeah, so my name is Abby Jones and I live in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, I'm a certified health and wellness coach and I work primarily with students and young professionals who are looking to kind of jumpstart their path into wellness during some really can be tumultuous times, can be a lot of changes going on. So I help to kind of provide that foundation for wellness during those times. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And this is really a season I feel of crazy times. Yes. <laughs> so I find that there's a lot of opportunities to serve in that area. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, thinking of students, which I live in a college town, so there is a lot of buzz around midterms and finals and things like that. So we're hearing a lot about that right now, but yes, absolutely. Also just thinking about the holidays and the kind of changes that come with that, especially if you're a young professional kind of out in the world for the first time, um, it can be hard to stay on track with those things. So I love, like I said, providing that structure and that kind of sense of stability for people that that's something that they can control. And so you kind of alluded to this already, but who are the people that you really serve and like what I kind of get the feeling of where their area of their life is, but like what, what tend to be their goals when they come to you? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is a lot of people are on their own for the first time, right? They've been living at home with their parents. And so wellness and health might've been structured for them. And I think back to my own college days of going into a dining hall for the first time or going to the campus gym for the first time and thinking, what the heck am I supposed to be doing here? Um, So for students, I think that's a big piece. And then again, as a young professional, you've made another big change. So you might've been just gotten used to what it looks like to eat in the dining hall or on your own or at the campus gym. And now things are totally different again. So I really try to think about my own experiences in that way. And that it was a huge challenge for me to 
find out what worked for me in terms of wellness in both of those spaces of my life and then help people along their journey so that they hopefully don't have to go through that same struggle that I did. Right, right. So you really mm-hmm. focus on that transitional period. What you were used to is gone and what you're going into is all new. And there is just that, that scrambling moment. <laughs> and so you really come alongside and support them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that I love about that time period is yes, things will probably change for you again, but you can build those foundations now. And hopefully those pieces, some of those pieces, it probably won't be everything, but some of those pieces can stick with you. You know, if you get married, if you have kids, like whatever else comes along in your life, at least you have that foundation now that you can build off of. And do you find that a lot of the advice you give is pretty timeless? Like here are some coping skills for this. And then I know for me getting married was a huge transition and then having a kid (laughs) was another transition. Do you find that that kind of just is like you give them tools that they could take off into their future? Yeah, absolutely. So I do think that there are some pretty timeless pieces. So no matter what job you're in, you can, you know, schedule out time for yourself for self-care. No matter what your relationship status is, you can communicate with your partner or not your partner about what your self-care priorities are. So I, I was worried, I think at the beginning that some of my advice would be a little bit too generic, but I do think that it's helpful in a way that it's not super specific. So if things don't, if things change for you or things go off track, then it's easier to get back on track because that advice is pretty standard across the board. It can help a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's really good. And I think that we live in a a time of life, which is technology, where maybe there was a time when the pace of life was a bit slower and self-care. I mean, I pretty sure go to the 1800s. You could probably find burnout people there too, right? (laughs) Right. But, But yeah, we have to be so intentional because so often I think we want to have downtime and we go to our phones and we just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. scroll. And um, yeah. So do you, do you talk to people about that? How to manage a technology in reference to self-care? Yeah. I've seen studies where, you know, half of college students felt that even at the end of the 2020 spring semester, which was when this was kind of all just getting started with COVID, they were already feeling burned out. So I can't even imagine, right, how they're feeling right now. So we do talk about setting those technology boundaries, um, you know, turning off notifications. One thing that I love to do is physically shut my office door at the end of the day, because that's kind of my, okay, the office door is shut. That means I'm not going in there anymore. All of my notifications are off. So yeah, we do have to talk about not only like those, you know, physical aspects of self-care, but we also have to think mentally now with such constant access to technology, how can we give our brains a break too? And a lot of listeners are also business owners where you can kind of feel like you're a slave to constantly check that phone, constantly respond to notifications. And I think that's a really good boundary that I'm pretty sure you see that is important to set as well. So yes, yes. Awesome. That is awesome. So um, before we kind of move into my next section, I think it would be great to talk about a little bit, what kind of problems do you solve? We kind of touched on the technology, but when we, when someone thinks of wellness coach, I think a lot of people have different versions of what that would be like in their mind, right? They think, Mm -hmm. okay, someone's going to help me work out or, you know, or is it more mental? So what would you say really separates you as a wellness coach? Yeah. So one of the things that I love about my signature program, which is called self-care 101 is there are kind of two distinct pieces to it. So the first piece, we spent six weeks talking about mindset and limiting beliefs and all of those kind of mental blocks that you might have for yourself 
uh, before we even get into goal setting. So we don't set any goals the first six weeks. It's really getting into that. Like we're going to get deep right off the bat. Like it's happening. So um, I really love that. I think a lot of people come into a program ready to set goals and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think you have to get into the deeper mental aspects of things before you can even think about setting goals. So that's something that I'm really proud of in my program. But yeah, it's, it's the hard, it's the hard mental work before you can get to the hard physical work. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. All right. So this is going to be kind of this point where I asked my guests to share something of value. So people who are listening in and they know that their wellness is kind of on a scale of not so great and they mm-hmm. really need some help. And maybe they aren't at the point right now where they can necessarily come to you, but is there anything you can give our listeners that could be something they could apply today and start fleshing out in their real life? Yeah. So one of the things that I think is so challenging for people is that there are so many resources that are out there for self-care, right? You Google wellness tips or wellness resources, and you're going to get millions of results. Um, So one of the other things that I've just recently launched is called the self-care cheat sheet. And it is a list that was compiled by me and some of my friends and family chimed in and talked about their favorite wellness resources. So I love that I can provide people with this free resource that they can try different things out that have been vetted by people that I know. So, you know, I trust them. Um, That's super exciting for me. Um, So the first thing that I would say is to provide some or to find something that, you know, works for you. So the cheat sheet can help you find that. You can Google or you can come to me. I'm happy to talk about those things with you too. Um, The second thing is to build in those self-care breaks for yourself. So I think the number one tip that I give to people is block that time off on your calendar. Make it as important for as a meeting is to you. So the same way that you said Zoom meetings, that we said a Zoom meeting today, put a self-care break on your calendar. And then it's on there. You see it. Everybody else that you're working with sees that you're taking that time for yourself. And that's, it's on there. You know, it's, it's not something, I mean, you can modify it, but it's something that's on there that's concrete. Um, I love that. And then the last thing, like I mentioned, is the notifications. So I physically shut my office door. I turn my email notifications off. I have a setting on my phone. I turn email notifications off at a specific time. Um, and another thing that I've really loved doing that kind of plays into that is I give myself a mental commute. Since I'm working from home, we don't have that luxury of taking like a 20 minute drive home anymore. And that was time that people used to decompress, right? After a long work day. Um, So I, after I shut my office door, put on some music the same way that I would if I was in a car commuting, just take 20 minutes to kind of decompress it that way. So, you know, there are things that we can do to separate ourselves more, I think, um, now that we're in this space where a lot of people are working from home um, and they're super simple too, which I love. What have you found is the challenges of, okay, so I think there's two different personalities, right? There's one mm-hmm. that they will like follow someone else's regime to like the T, you know, yes. I will do one, two, and three, exactly the way you do it. And then there's other people who will run away from even setting a, a routine. They just, they, mm-hmm. they squirm with it. And so what would you say for the person who is always trying out someone else's advice, someone else's routine and following it. What would be your advice for that person? Yeah, my advice would be that that's super exciting that that worked for that person, but you are not that person. And so I do think that we see these prescribed like 12-week plans or 18-week plans or whatever, and people get discouraged when they're not seeing the same results that they've seen in the infomercial or or the internet ad or whatever. Um, And that's, again, why I love 
getting kind of deeper into what it is that somebody wants to get out of wellness in the first place. And then we can build a plan around that. Right. But you might not exactly have the same goals as what was set initially. So I do think that, you know, those plans can be helpful to help people kind of jumpstart things, but it can get discouraging super quickly if they are not seeing the results on the same time frame that they might've seen in that ad. Yes. And then for someone who maybe is completely resistant to setting up any kind of routine or schedule, what would be your advice for them? And how do you kind of get them to see the value of putting at least some structure or is there such thing as loose structure? I'm not quite sure. (laughs) What do you say? Yeah. You know, and I think there are very two distinct personality types. I know that I am type A, so I know that I need that structure and that schedule in order to be successful. I think that there are people who find value and joy in being more kind of fly off the handle and do things kind of on their own pace. But I think at the very least, just knowing what it is in general that you like. So for example, if we're thinking about movement, like, do you like running? Do you like doing hit workouts? Do you like yoga? Do you like strength training? And if you like all of those things, that's great. And you can kind of develop a routine around that, but having a general sense at least of what gives you joy and what you'll get the most out of, I think can be helpful for those people who don't necessarily want to set a strict routine. Yes. Good to know yourself and know what you like. That is awesome. And then building in breaks. I've actually, um, someone I just interviewed a week ago was talking about the importance of building in breaks. And do you ever recommend someone building in a day off or like, what, how do you kind of structure these breaks for your clients? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it's very dependent on your work's flexibility. I know some people are super lucky to be able to have, you know, unlimited PTO. They can take mental health days and that's super awesome. But even, you know, structuring out your lunch break. So maybe you have an hour lunch break. You spend a few minutes doing a mindfulness exercise. You spend a few minutes, you know, doing a quick hit workout or movement or whatever that looks like. And then a few minutes having lunch. So um, I think that they can be different for different people, again, depending on what your work is like, but there are studies that should be even taken like a 10 minute walk around the block is super helpful for you to kind of re- reset yourself physically, reset yourself mentally. So again, these breaks can be structured to fit different people. Um, and it's all about finding what works for you. And again, what your company allows for, but um, there are different ways to, to get benefits, even if it's 10 minutes long. Yes. I remember hearing someone talk about the benefits of just taking a walk and how, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we get so focused on just work, work, work. We don't take that brain, like add just something to your brain. I'm sure someone out here listening will be like, I, it's a scientific thing. It, it helps. But like, there's just that walking, airing out your brain. <laughs> it is really helpful. So that is awesome. And I think it's good to view that breaks can just be a few minutes and be beneficial or they can be longer. And to also plan out your breaks, like you said, if you have a lunch break, how do you use that effectively and not just passively? And then I really liked what you said about the mental commute, how um, a lot of us are working from home and I have the same thing that I ran into in my business. I get done doing some work and I'm really, really focused. I have the hardest time just going upstairs to my office in the basement and doing my mom life. Um, it's mm-hmm. a very, it just, I feel extra, extra straight. And so you got me thinking, huh. I can totally start thinking of a way to have a mental commute. (laughs) I love it. And so you you said you mentioned music. Is there anything else that you have seen people uh, use that time as a mental commute? Yeah. So I I also work with a lot of 
dog lovers, I don't know if you can see my pooch is snoozing in the background there. <laughs> so I, I also use this, but you know, it's a nice time to partner your spouse's home at that time. It's a nice time to kind of decompress your day that way, talking it out, what your day was, hap- what happened in your day can be super helpful. So again, it's dependent on you and you know that you could use that time for your 10 minute walk or your 15 minute walk too. Um, it's nice for me and for a lot of my clients, I think, to kind of let that time be a little bit more mindless where you are, you know, listening to music or a podcast or just doing something that after you've exerted all of that brain power all day, something that can kind of shut it off for a few minutes before you go into your evening responsibilities. Awesome. You're giving such good advice. I think that a lot of people can really just walk away and think, I really need to implement that. So that is Mm -hmm. awesome. Thank you so much. So um, at the end of our podcast, which are getting near to that, I like to ask my guest, what is it that you are learning right now? And so Abby, what are you learning right now? What is your thing? Yeah, you know, and I think that a lot of business owners are going to be able to resonate with this. I've gotten done creating a lot of great content, super proud of my 12-week program, super proud of the self-care cheat sheet that I've created. And I use so much brain power doing that. And now it's like, how do I productively, strategically, but also creatively get the word out to people? So I'm kind of making this transition in my brain power of from content creation to telling people why I'm so proud of what I do. So this is such a great opportunity. I love doing podcasts and interviews and just getting to you know talk to people about how excited I am. So it's going super well, but it is definitely a big mental shift for me. It is. And so you recently got that whole thing done. How new is yeah. it? Yeah. So I launched my program on the 11th of October. So it's only been out for a few weeks now, um, which is why I'm so excited to be able to get the word out so quickly. But yeah, so that my big program was released in October and I actually actually just released my self-care cheat sheet on the 5th of November. So that's super new as well. That is awesome. Yeah, this is really good timing. And yeah. so, okay, let's just talk about that for a minute though, because mm-hmm. before we end, I want people to know what they'll get from this program and mm-hmm. how they can get connected. Yeah, so it's 12 weeks with me. Uh, we have typically weekly sessions. Of course, we can space them out however works for you. You also get access. I created a suite of resources and workbooks that you can take with you after the program is over, which I think is just so beneficial. I am a big proponent of having things down in writing, being able to go look back at them. And then we also are offering now a follow-up call about four to six weeks after our time is over to just chat about what's been going well for you, any lingering questions that you have. Um, And then finally, which I honestly think is my favorite piece, which is funny because it was the lowest lift for me, is a Facebook group. So you have access to a private VIP Facebook group after we're done. I'm such a huge believer in the power of community when it comes to wellness and being able to share with people what you're doing um, while you all are going through the same thing. So those are kind of the big components. Um, And again, it's 12 weeks with me, but of course you'll have access to me through the Facebook group and anytime after that, after our time is over, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, I have experienced personally the power of having one-on-one uh, mentorship. It's basically what you're offering, right? Is that one-on-one yes. mentorship. I'm going to be your best friend for 12 weeks <laughs> and then yeah. we can stay connected. And so I love that phrase, 12 weeks with me. I just really like that. And I think that um, I hope my listeners who are in that transitional period and they're having a hard time or they know a transitional period is coming up because I think they can also prepare for that as well. So they walk into it with your wellness tips already there. So I think that's perfect. And I I also started a Facebook group for this podcast. And I think that's what I'm learning right now is how do I cultivate that community 
in that Facebook mm-hmm. group. Because you know you've been to Facebook groups where it gets done really well and others where it's yeah. like a free-for-all. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. I got to I gotta learn that. So if you have any tips, email me. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Abby. So somebody is on board and they want to connect with you. Where can they find you? Where Where are you online? Yeah, I would say the best place to find me right now is on Instagram. So um, my handle is at Abby Jones Wellness Coach. And I am posting there typically three to four times a week. So you'll see me pretty frequently. And I do post all of my offers there. Um, I also have a link in my bio on Instagram that can tell you a little bit more about me and what I have to offer. So definitely recommend you check out there. And I'm super, like I said, super active, happy to answer DMs. So please slide into them at any point. um, And I'm happy to connect with you there. Okay. That's awesome. I find Instagram a great place to get to know people because you can kind of watch their stories. You can slide into DMs really easily. I I really like Instagram for that. So that is a great opportunity for everyone to get to know you and communicate with you directly. So I think that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. I just love getting your your services out there and what you do. And I am excited for all the people that may get to know you and connect with you. And thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. Am I right? Abby is awesome. I really wish I just had Abby in my life back when I was in my early 20s. (laughs) Anyway, if you know someone or you are someone who is that young adult category, I would encourage you to reach out to Abby. This is actually a great time to reach out to Abby right now because for this holiday season, so obviously you're listening to this and it's not 2021 anymore. I I hope everything's well. Are we doing okay? (laughs) But yes, if it's not 2021, um, then reach out to Abby anyway. But she is currently offering a Black Friday holiday sale, and it's going to be a 90-minute intensive for anyone looking to plan ahead for the new year. It's called the Wellness Wishes and Whys Intensive. And so she is just really giving this great opportunity for you to plug in, connect, and really get yourself in order before the new year. So connect with Abby Jones today. Everything will be in my show notes and all that good stuff. And I just know you will be blessed. So thank you so much. As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am just floored and blessed every stinking time I see that there's a download and every comment, every feedback means so much to me. And I I just couldn't be even any more grateful than I already am. (laughs) So thank you so much. And if you are thinking of launching a podcast or want to launch a podcast or just need help with your podcast, do keep me in mind as well, especially as we are wrapping up this year and going into a new year pretty soon. Maybe that next year is going to be the year where you finally start that podcast for your business. I tell you, it is the funnest way to do your content marketing and connect with other people. I know that firsthand. So I would love to talk to you as well. You know where to find me and please do. All right, everyone share this with your network, share this with your people. This podcast wins when everyone listens. And thank you so much for joining me for another discovery call.